The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. No one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Radio Wave Medjinomics with your host, a friend of Medjugorje. It's interesting that this Bible verse we just heard from, Our Lady asked for it to be read every Thursday in Medjugorje. Why? Because she knew the biggest threat to Medjugorje was the pursuit of materialism, consumerism, which is what Satan can destroy the place of Medjugorje itself. Yes, we need to help people. We need to help people stay and entertain them, feed them. The devil comes in through these things much easier. So when she required the village to be reading this every Thursday, which they do not do now, is the reason we started Medjinomics that we read it and do it every Thursday. That's the purpose of that, to fulfill the message. If you're going to live the messages, you have to do what it says to do. But what I never caught in that, what I just heard listening to this, it just played how much he talks about your life. Is not your life worth more than food? What we're worrying do as far as extending your life. And it mentions your life is worth more than money. And here it is. Yaakov just got a message three days ago on Christmas Day where a lady mentions life six or seven times. Either life, lives, or live. 
she says, begin to live to believe in that, what God is calling you to. She's coming down here and telling us God is calling you to something. You can't be immersed in the world and stay in the world and follow on the consumerism, modernism, and be swept along with this tide of which way the culture's going and see Christmas. Because we have Christmas, and the greatest present we have happened in June, which is not Christmas, yet Our Lady appears with baby Jesus at the beginning of summer. Why is that? Because we were receiving in that first apparition, June 24th, 1981, Christmas. Something very beautiful, something very profound. We're seeing something coming to us that we can say is the coming event of 2,000 years in history. The most important manifestation in Christendom since the death of the last apostle. What about this and the Crusades and all these things and all the saints? This, I'm telling you, is the biggest event that began in 81 that has no equal to it. Not Noah and the Flood, not the Israelites being released from the Egyptians, not anything it is second to except when the Messiah walked the earth, his birth and his resurrection and the death of the last apostles, that whole series. That period of time is the only thing above the coming of Mary, the coming of event. I'm telling you, you're going to see a manifestation of the time of Mary. I don't care who you are, what you are, what you think, how much you're an atheist, how much you're an agnostic, how much you're prideful, you will bend your knee to Christ. Every knee will bend to Christ. And it's going to come through who he came through 2,000 years ago. It's going to come through Mary. We're in a moment and you will see a manifestation, especially you who are Protestant, who accept your Jesus Christ, but you don't accept Mary. By doing so in the future, you will be rejecting the Christ because it is he, the Son of God, who is sending his mother now. And if you know Jesus, you will know her. And if you don't know her, you will not know Jesus. And I challenge everybody out there, even the Catholics who don't put much emphasis on Mary, you're missing the boat, you will regret it, and you're rejecting the Christ long-term if you don't adopt to this now. Nothing else is more important in Christendom than what Our Lady's doing. This is the plan. This is of God. And that's what he just told Yaakov Christmas Day. Begin to live and to believe in that what God is calling you to. God is calling everybody to something right now. And most of the world, actually a, a micro grain of sand of humanity, of all of mankind, is in tune with this. It's not even equal. It's an atom of amount of people that have gone and followed Our Lady. And the whole world is going to be open to Our Lady or close to her because they didn't accept the Christ. So don't expect everybody's going to be singing together and holding hands and accepting it. There'll be people rejected because they hate God and they hate the Christ. There will be people who hate Christ and reject God who accept Mary. That power is coming. The manifestation of Mary's time is going to upon us. It's the coming event. So when 
Yaakov was told by a lady three days ago, fresh words, begin to live and believe in that what God is calling you to. To believe my children means to surrender your lives into God's hands. What does Webster say surrender means? To yield to the power of another, to give and deliver up possessions upon compulsion or demand, to surrender one's person to an enemy, or to commissioners being bankrupt. To surrender for it. All this is that. We're bankrupt. The world's bankrupt. There's nothing else Christ could do but come and correct it, but he can't come because it's the second coming. He wants us to be prepared. He wants us to be going through basic training for the second coming. And that's what I was here for. She's got us in boot camp. She's given us instructions. She's given us messages. And she's given messages in a way that she says, I'm giving you and I'm speaking to you. I'm talking to you. I'm, I'm visiting you. I'm walking with you like never before in the history of the world since Adam and Eve walked the earth. She she said that literally. Did she mention Adam and Eve? No, she said, as never before since the beginning of the world. What is never before? I will speak to you. As never has happened on the face of the earth. You said, what about Christ? Christ didn't come down from heaven for 40 years. We're in 36 years right now. And speak this way. This is something different. This is something of a necessity because the prodigies of Satan speaks to you all the time, all day, everywhere, billboards, cell phones, electronics, computers, your whole life, your whole work, everything has a touch of Satan, even that which is very disguised because he's a deceptor. He deceives. And you're preoccupied with a God that is not God that makes you God-like. So there's a battle taking place. And we have to repeat this message over and over and over. August 2nd, 1981, a great struggle is about to unfold between my son and Satan, human souls are at stake. And here it is. To believe my children means to believe. What does it mean? To believe my children means to surrender your lives into God's hands. You better surrender for 2018. You better be prepared because we're winding down. We're in the moment. This is it. There's no people in the world. There's no body of people in the world. Not in Medjugorje, not the Franciscans in the parish house, not people in other places, not the Cardinals, not the Vaticans, not the communities. There's no community out there in the whole world that says we are going to sit down and we're going to pray, and we're going to evolve over the last 30-plus years into a place that has the messages as a core belief and surrender our lives to that. February 25th, 1988. Sacrifice your life for the salvation of the world. Caritas, the community caritas, exists for this purpose, to show you but not only you, but to show the future people in the future centuries how to incorporate the messages. They will read us. They will read our lives. Why? Because we're special? No, we are worse sinners than anybody out there, even the reprobates. Because we've had our lady walk with us. We had our lady called us into being. She called me into making my community first through the family. And then those who after came 
as a result of her lady asking for a community to be established. Why? Because it was necessary in the time of grace of her visitations that she formed somebody, some group somewhere that she can live as a residue that lives the written word by their lies of what and how and to procreate conception of the messages into our daily walk. And that's who we are. And we know who we are. And we're not prideful about that. We're humbled by it. But we know we have purpose when we get up. We know why we exist. It's not for ourselves, but in the basic foundation of the message, your life does not belong to you, but is to be spent to help others for eternal life. I don't own myself. The community doesn't own itself, nor does any individual in the community. It is ordained. It is consecrated. It is for the future. Yes, some benefit from the present, but it is for the future of how to surrender your life into God's hands. The hands of the Lord who created you and who loves you immeasurably. Do not be believers only in the words, but live and witness your faith through the works, and through your personal example. That defines the community. She set us apart from everybody else. She set us apart from the Medjugorje world and what they do. They did conferences. They do this and they do these things. Okay, that's fine for them. But we're set apart for something else, something of a higher order. Not to have fireworks in the beginning, not when all the Conferences were going across the country and it was causing so much excitement and stardom and all this. I never felt called to do that. We could have performed this just as good or better than anybody else because of our infrastructure. But our lady showed me that's not what I have for you. You got to pray for what you're supposed to do. And people converted through some of those things, but there's no long lasting infrastructure of how to turn this into life. Yes, you can do it maybe as an individual. You're going to adoration. You're going to monthly confession. You're doing the four basic messages, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But that's not changing the world in the sense, and I have to qualify that. Yes, you're helping to change the world because more people are praying, more can come into it. But we have to, we have to evolve into a civilization to take it over. Canada just passed thought control. If you don't take an oath for abortion and abominable lifestyles, you can't get a job for summer employment by students. If you don't attest that I agree with these things, then you can't get a job. So there's two surrenders. You can make it into God's hands or you can make it into the devil's hands. You sign this thing, you're going to the devil, there's a war, and they're looking for answers. Before war ends in World War II, People were surrendering. We had prisoners of wars, and Germany had prisoners of wars, and all the countries involved had their prisoner of wars that they kept. So there's prisoners of wars on both sides. I right, said, surrender your lives in God's hands. And she says that a second time. Open and surrender your hearts to him, and you will see how your hearts are changing and how your life will marvel at God's works in your life. Our lady's looking to make miracles out of you. She's made many miracles out of this community. She's done many miracles with me, and I'm a nobody. And the only claim I ever claim is I'm a sinner. 
I condemn nobody to fires or hell. I heard somebody talking the other day, this is a special place for this person to go to hell. I was listening to it on the radio, actually. I don't want Hitler to be in hell. If God's judgment did that, that's one thing. But that, that the greatest joy is to make this guy, if it had happened, convert him before his death because you snatched something from the devil. Heaven rejoices over that. No matter what he's done, no matter what you've done, no matter where you are or who you are, and he just says, no matter who you are or what you are, there's a lot of what are's there. They don't even know what they are. He doesn't care. She just wants you to surrender yourselves into God's hands so that you can give your heart and surrender. And he wins. Every prisoner of war is taken into the struggle into his hands is a defeat for darkness and a victory for goodness. And goodness and good means God. That's who he is. He exists. There's so much things that we could discuss. We've got to read today. I don't even connect it to what I'm talking about, but I didn't plan to go this angle, but sometimes your heart just turns to what you need to say. So now you say what you say, Joan, and we'll go from there. This is entitled, All Human History is Ordered to the Birth of Christ. There's an all-too-cliché saying that history is written by the victors. The meaning is that after a conflict has taken place, the winners are able to portray themselves as heroes while characterizing their opponents as villains whose ideas are to be cast into the abyss never to be heard from again. It has been argued by not a few individuals that the defeat of Germany during World War II and the fall of the Berlin Wall in 1989 meant any governing philosophy not named liberal democracy was destined for what Ronald Reagan once called the ash heap of history. The past 20 or so years has proven that theory false. The rise of Islamism, democracy's de-evolution into despotism via a deep state that spans multiple continents, and liberalism's increasing hostility towards religion suggests the convulsions mankind experienced in the 1900s have not yet come to an end. Furthermore, the resurgence of anti-globalists, some might say anti-liberal, attitudes currently sweeping Europe indicate Christians are no longer willing to sit idly by as their heritage is torn apart under the guise of tolerance. Essential to a proper understanding of human events is the recognition of the social ramifications of the birth of Jesus Christ. As Pope Pius XII once remarked, it is impossible for anyone to expound fully and impartially the history of events and institutions without the light of Christ and his church shining clearly forth in superhuman brightness. In the 21st century, partisans of liberalism, in an attempt to accomplish what their communist forefathers could not, namely eradicating from existence the Catholic faith, they will often assert that supporting abomination, expanding abortion and the like, 
places oneself on the right side of history. No doubt many persons in our agnostic age fall prey to the sort of moral superiority the high-sounding claim of being on the right side of history brings with it. But the inconvenient truth for those who have succumbed to this fairy tale is that to place oneself on the right side of history means placing oneself on the side of Jesus Christ. Father Dennis Fahey, an Irish priest whose books on economics and politics are a must-read for any Catholic interested in the subjects, wrote as much in the 1940s. He said, After its miserable fall from God, the creator and the giver of heavenly gifts, separated into two diverse and opposite parts, of which the one steadfastly contends for truth and virtue, the other of those things which are contrary to virtue and truth. The one is the kingdom of God on earth, namely, the true church of Jesus Christ, who serve God and his only begotten Son with their whole mind and with an entire will. The other is the kingdom of Satan, in whose possession and control are all who follow the fatal example of their leader and of our first parents, as well as those who refuse to obey the divine and eternal law and who have contempt of God. In effect, what Father Fahey is saying is that Christ is the king of history. He is the true victor, the victor over the grave. It is his birth that all things are ordered to, and it is his story that will ultimately prevail over the varied schemes fallen, pride-filled man concocts in order to maintain power and justify his errant behavior. Christ's kingship imposes itself upon the nations of the world no different than the law of gravity imposes itself. Christmas, therefore, is not just another time of year. It is not just a feel-good season where we get excited about being Crosby songs and watching National Lapoon's Christmas Vacation for the hundredth time. It is the solemn yet joyful celebration of God becoming man, redeeming him, and calling upon each person and nation to share in his glory by living according to his laws. Let 2018 be a year where this becomes a reality. Let it be the year where Christians zealously follow through on their heavenly duty to go forth and teach all nations the truths of the gospel. We see that the war that takes place, both sides see the other as villains. And who is on the right side of history? And that's what I was doing. There's a division taking place. I almost get nauseated. I really actually get intellectually nauseated every time I hear, well, we've got a dialogue. We've got to come together. We've got to unite as a nation. We have to divide as a nation. We don't need to come to do dialogue. We need to witness with our life and talk through our life. Our lady said that to Yaakov. Do not be believers only in the words, but live and witness your faith through works and through your personal example. That's how we take it. And people join you. They say, I want to be with this group. That's why gangs are so powerful. There's infrastructure. They feel like they belong to something. They didn't have it in the family. The family they have is a gang. You hurt my group. I'm going to go over there and get the other group. They have a fraternity in that sense. They're the villains. We're not the villains. 
we got to see that there's a separation taking place. We separated as a community. We won't go and follow the culture out there. We're intolerant of it. To be Christian means to be intolerant, not tolerant. In other words, we're intolerant of sin. There's things that we hear we do not tolerate in our community. Now, somebody out there doing something sin, we welcome them as a sinner. If they're repentant, if they want to learn, if they want to see, but we are intolerant of the behavior. Don't buy the lie that you have to be tolerant. This is the devil's word. Oh, to be Christian, to be loved, is to be tolerant. That is garbage. It's trash, and it's straight out of the mouth of the devil. We are to live and to be intolerant. Not condescending, not that we're better, because these people out there don't know any better, they don't believe in God, or the non-believers have never experienced God's love. We're worse in the judgment before God and need for atonement than they themselves. That's the healthy attitude to have. They don't know in some cases any better. But that doesn't mean that we confuse the issue that we become tolerant of that. That's different. There's two different things. We do not accept your behavior. This is wrong. It's destructive. What you're doing in schools, the, the fathers, where's your manhood? If you got in your school them teaching this gender stuff, and it's coming up in 2018, and you're not burning out those books and going there, we're taking them out. I'll go to jail for it. You need to do this. Where's your power? You don't have any because you're not taking a stand because you, well, what can I do? You're a father. You're a protector. You're a provider. Just like God the Father is. And he had to clean up Sodom. You got a commission. Do you realize 2018 is the first year given over to Our Lady now? 2017, the 100th anniversary ends the reign of Satan. This is Our Lady. And I feel in my heart 2018 is an aggressive year for us. And we can't do it. We got the cannons. We got a press downstairs. Heidelberg, the best in the world. We got Mueller Martini, a bookbinder. It's a cannon. It's, it's, it's something on a battleship. It's, it's huge. It could do 50,000 books binded in a day, a 24-hour shift. We've got all that. But if we don't have the paper, which is the bullets, if we don't have the big sheets coming out, the, the, the bombs out of the Heidelberg, and the cutters and all these other machines and pieces and us there, what can we do if we don't have ammunition? You are the ammunition when you send a gift to us. That's why we're asking for funds. We need funding. We are, we are not where we need to be in our base to support an attack and aggression of simply what we live, a positive life, a beautiful life, a beautiful way of life showing imperfect people who live it that needs to be transmitted to the world. I'm not saying that. I didn't establish that. All he says, live my messages with love and transmit them to the world. We are called to that. We infrastructure this whole community, the whole operation is with physical things of the earth to output the transmission of the messages to the world. We have to have your donations. Somebody left us in a wheel a few months ago. They gave a, an amount that's going to help us with long-term infrastructure. In other words, this person who died will be in heaven seeing a 100 years from now because we're putting in a solid 
capital gains. We're not we're not looking at just go buy paper with those things. When we get a grant like that, we call it a grant, but it's somebody's will. We turn that into something that's going to be for decades, and it actually to the end of the world. It's impact. So we're asking you to do this because we're under where we need to be to propagate and to transmit the messages to the whole world. We need more field angels. We need you to talk to the field angels. But anyway, this will, they gave an equal amount to somebody else. And they have a right to do that. But why are you doing that? There's nothing like Medjugorje. You may have your charisms. You might be fond of a certain ministry. But get real and realize what is happening. This is the manifestation of Mary. We're 100% in this. And so we're saying, we're asking you, if you can't increase your donations, drop other ministries. Is that an aptha? No. Do we think we're better? No. But the plan of Our Lady demands that that take place. We're asking for your 5% of your 10% tithe. Give 5% to your church. If it doesn't feed you, don't even give it to the church. You say, how can I say that? Well, give a minimal. We need funding. This community plea needs to be met immediately so we can move on into 2018 free of what we need to do. And there are several projects we're going to be launching during 2018 that's very critical for the Medjugorje world worldwide. It will impact it. And it's going to need funding. We pay as we go. We have no debt. And when we ask for something, it's for a specific budget. And then that's done for the year. And we go to the next thing. The church asked for something four times. If there's five Sundays in a, in a month, five times. We go not in that frequency, but we have to be funded. We are a nonprofit. But as St. Paul says, we work for our own keep. We, we sustain ourselves as best as much as we can. And if we have to starve ourselves, we'll do that to keep the mission going. And we've done that through the three decades off and on. But my appeal to you right now with this broadcast is you make a commitment and dig deep. And if you can afford $100 more a month or $20 more a month or $2,000 more a month, we have to have this increase. You will see the results. And those who are fed through this place, you know the results of it. Why would you not want that for somebody else? So I'm appealing to you to Really look deep. What can you give up? Can you cancel a subscription to the NFL? And don't put that money in pocket. Put it in Caritas's pocket. Because our pocket goes into other people's pocket by giving the free material away. We want to make the serious call that you understand we are there now. This is it. We have to increase our abilities. We've got the We've got the reserve in the infrastructure of the tabernacle of these messages. We need the bullets. And every dollar you see in it is for that. We're very much out of time, but to just to add to reiterate the point, when a nation goes to war, that money many times that funds the war is taken unwillingly from the people in the form of your taxes. But yet people still unite behind the cause. They wear their nation's colors. They become patriotic and they unite behind the cause that the whole nation is behind. And so this is a cause, Medjugorje is a cause from heaven that the whole world is to unite behind. And in the future, you will not regret one penny that you have sent to this mission or to this plan. And so it's very important that this year 
you look very heavily at the things that you're giving to, and you look very closely at the things that are the most important in God's plan for the world. After the 100-year end of Satan's reign, maybe some thought that it was going to just be time for heaven to rescue us. But in reality, it's the time to be behind Our Lady more, and she's marching us into battle. She has her her numbers there, and she's saying, this is the moment. I'm rallying the troops. It has to have, victory is going to come through us, her apostles. And as a friend of Medjugorje said, we cannot move forward without the funding and without being able to be strengthened by all of you, all of your hands. As Our Lady has to depend on rallying up her troops to get behind her and to move into battle, we also have to rally our supporters to do the same for us, that we can be a part of this battle and help our ladies to succeed in the battles ahead of us. So we ask you for the community play to get this completed and if you have if you've already given once if you already given twice give a third time until we get this goal finished we want to walk away from it because we do want to set our sights on where we go our press is we're financially we're very strong why because we're out of debt the building's paid for millions of dollars with equipment and print shops to the building is paid for the lands are paid for we have this and we need to expand it we need to protect the place but being financially strong in that sense means if we don't have cash flow coming in, that they sit idle. If the battle's going on and the destroyer is sitting in the dock because they don't have men to run it and operate it, they're weakened and fighting the enemy. We have things sitting downstairs. We have press time. We have Mula Martini on the bookbinding time. We have time in that to produce things in other languages and do more things. It's not like we, well, what are we going to do if we get money? Everything this whole next year is called for and more. We've got a website that's nothing like it in the Medjugorje world. It brings and feeds and introduces people to conversion. The whole thing is set up. It's so extensive. Go in it and mine in it. Go deep into that if you haven't gone to the website. If you don't have internet in your house, we don't recommend you to do it. But if you want to go by a library and look at it, see what's there and support advertising on the internet. Somebody's going to get a divorce. They tap into divorce. We can be right there. Go on a divorce and we send them right to our site, how to change your husband, whose opinion rights, and five other writings about divorce that we know has worked in the past that stops divorce. Saves the civilization, the family. We've had testimony after testimony after testimony year after year after year. This works. So we ask you, before this new year comes up, that you make a commitment that you're going to give every effort, every possibility, every little gift gives you as far as a gift you can give to Caritas from your birthday or whatever, whatever you don't need. We have too much material things. We have too many things. In fact, there's a study recently saying people have too many things. And they're starting to cut back. They're realizing this is this is this is a condemnation of our lady's message that says through materialism and consumerism, you know, and then she goes on a little bit and she says it's an evil spirit. You if you're a queen 
on earth and you give an edict and the king says, I bless this and that's enacted. What does it mean when a queen condemns consumerism and the king of all kings, who's God, blesses it? That condemnation is coming into play and they're starting to see people are going more away from giving material things because they got all the things they really need. They got too many things. But I say this only because our days where's that much power. Things are going to change with the messages and with the secrets, and it has to be prepared for. We have to be ready, and we have to get as many apostles converted now for seven and a half billion people of the earth who will be manifested to the reality of the Virgin Mary's here, no matter what they are, what faith they are, or what culture they are. This is coming. So we tell you this Christmas to reflect on everything in the future that's coming, what you're doing, what you can do in your job and turning those things into conversion through this mission and the impact it can have on the world. We look forward to hearing you on the second of the month in a few days, the first message of January with an anticipation of what January always means for a new beginning. We wish you Our Lady. We love you. Goodbye. The subject matter contained in this presentation is based on biblical principles and designed to give you accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subject matter covered. It is provided with the understanding that neither the presenter nor the broadcaster is engaged to render legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Since your situation is fact-dependent, you may wish to additionally seek the services of an appropriately licensed legal, accounting, real estate, or investment professional. This ends the Metronomic Show with a friend of Metrigoria. To order this show on CD, you can contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. Again, 205 Six seven two two thousand.